Now, I'm not watching the Leafs real closely because they're not my team. I bang on them only because of you and Clark. That's it. If the Leafs won the Stanley Cup this year, I'd be as happy as anybody. I'm not joking. Like, it's time for some Canadian team to win. Right. You know, they're probably Canada's best chance. When six minutes are devoted to the Leafs to open Sports Center, you sense that something's coming. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, it absolutely is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world, the 31 states which we broadcast game plus television. We are at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Calgary, Alberta's entertainment destination, ready to talk sports and entertainment for the next two hours. A a star, star star-studded guest list today, which includes our co-host, the lovely and talented Darren Moose Dupont over there. How are you doing, Moose? Thank you. You look very comfortable, very relaxed, and ready to talk sports. That's how I felt when I woke up, and that's what I decided to be in that mood. Very comfortable, very relaxed. Okay. Obviously... Headphone problems already. <laughs> I was going to say you. Yeah, the usual. The usual. We got a lot of things to get to, so let's go. I will just tell you that I love her so much. Katrina Lemaydon is going to be with us. There are some who say it's Catriona Lemaydon. We'll get to the bottom of that. I would say Canada's most amazing smile, Katrina Lemaydon. I wore my Saskatoon Blades bunny hug in her honor. She's going to be with us in segment two, so we're going to speed up here. Uh, Two-time Olympic gold medalist, bronze medalist, two-time Canadian flag bearer, all of it. She's an icon, and she's going to be with us here at Grey Eagle. And then in hour two, uh, we're going to be joined by Xavier Moon, Los Angeles Clippers prospect, played with the Clippers this year, three-time CEBL Player of the Year MVP. Xavier Moon's going to be with us. So that's what's coming up today, plus a lot of hockey, football, obviously hoops and Olympics talk. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And a reminder, for those that need to know, we do have the top five, bottom five coming up. But first, NHL one-timers from Tuesday night. I don't have all the games. It's been almost a week now that the uh, wire service has been down, Darren. Like, hello? Should, I, don't, I think I'm going to withhold payment uh, for, for them. I'm seriously considering it, but I'm... I have a little bit of info here. The Winnipeg Jets made dubious history Tuesday night, becoming the first team in NHL history to blow a four-goal lead and then win by four goals. Mark Shifley scored twice and had an assist. He also fought, spoiling a spirited Montreal comeback and leading the Winnipeg Jets to an 8-4 victory over the Canadiens. Josh Anderson had a hat trick for Montreal, which had its five-game win streak snapped. I'm just going to move on. We'll come back on all of these. Also Tuesday, Matthew Kachuk scored 72 seconds into the game and the streaking Calgary Flames beat Minnesota 5-1 to sweep the back-to-back. They outscored them 12-4 in those two games. Also, Miko Koskinen made 39 saves to lead the Oilers to a 3-0 victory over Philly and Tampa Bay beat the Ottawa Senators 5-2. As our American viewers have reminded me, there are more than just seven Canadian teams in the NHL. Like, I get it. But the bulk of our viewers are on the prairies and then from their Canada. So I just want to talk about these games, and I don't really know where to start. I looked at the standings, Moose. The Jets are still out. The Canucks are still out. Um, you got our, we got our top five, bottom five coming up in terms of who we think are in those categories. But I can just say this. Wonderful night of sports watching as I'm clicking through the remote control here at the Gray Eagle Resort in my spacious room. I feel like Elvis on the top floor with the corner, the right. corner suite that overlooks the mountains on the top floor. It's unbelievable. I love it here. I had the order game, I had the Flames game, I had the Raptor game. I couldn't find the Jets game. Yeah. And I'm like, what were we saying before the show? Creature comforts. I know. I'll make do. Even though I couldn't get the Jets and Habs 
I would have really liked to have watched that game. But of all those games last night, was there anything that struck you? Yeah, that Jets game. Like, what the heck? To blow a four-goal lead and then win by four, you know, on the heels of a 10-7 game with Toronto and Detroit on the weekend? Like, something's happening in hockey Like that you're having games like this. Now, do I love that it's always high scoring? I think the fans like some goals. The coaches don't. But what I love more than anything is that the results are in doubt. You know, it's not over. There was a time period where if a team went up by one or two, you shut it off because it's like this game's yep. over. It's not that way anymore. I would agree. I'm not arguing that. Although I had a sense that the Flames were up 3-1 after two. I'm like, this is over. Mm-hmm. The Oilers got up early in Philly. I'm like, this is over. And then I saw the stat that Miko Koskinen is 7-0-1 in his last eight starts. This is from the Oil backers. And I'm like, great. I think they're in the forest, and they cannot see the trees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, wonderful. Because it was last year, people were, Mike Smith has this great save percentage. I'm not going to sit here and rail on oil or goaltending anymore because I'm, I'm, I'm over it. But the point is, if you don't have goaltending that you can trust, do you tell me that you trust Miko Koskinen? Do you? I'll wait. You don't. You shouldn't. And if I'm the Flames, I trust Jacob Markstrom. And that brings up today's poll question, actually, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who is Canada's greatest hope to win a Stanley Cup this spring? And I put a typo in the tweet, by the way. It's on me. Okay. It was, who's Canada's greatest home for the Stanley <laughs> Cup? That's on oh, me. Oh, no. No, I know. And I agonized on this one because Toronto's in a playoff spot. Flames and Oilers are in a playoff spot. But the Habs, Sens, Jets, and Canucks are not. But I put Winnipeg in there as the fourth just because of our vast amount of Winnipeg viewers. And bravo, by the way, to the Ukrainian choir for the stirring rendition of the Ukrainian national anthem last night. Last I saw on Twitter, the Flames were actually running away with it. Clark, is that the deal on YouTube? And are they still on Twitter? Do we know? Uh, oh, he hasn't posted it to YouTube. So last I saw on Twitter... Uh, if the Flames were running away, that my vote was the Calgary Flames. But you as a Leafs fan, are you voting for Toronto? I not? will. Yeah, I'll vote for Toronto. I'll balance it out. I think there's just, you know, they've got a little more high-end talent. I like the Flames in the back end. I like their goaltending a little bit better. Um, but I'll pick Toronto right now. Why not? It, w- it would be fun. It would be fun if they met in the final. I say Flames. Uh, fun for you and me and this show. Yeah. That I would, I say the Flames. He says Leafs. Let's see where the chips fall. Okay. To the NHL top five and bottom five. Are we ready? To the National Hockey League top five and bottom five from the RP show. And let's go. Number one team in the NHL, according to this wonderful program, is the Colorado Avalanche. They're the first team to 40 wins in the NHL. And that's despite a bad start. They're the best team in the NHL. Number two, the Carolina Hurricanes. And all I can say about that is when are we going to start talking about the Hurricanes? Right. They're the Rodney Dangerfield of the NHL. Until they win something under Brindy. Number three, the Calgary Flames, the hottest team in the West. Statistically, they are winners of nine of their last ten, and they really are smoking everybody. Number four, the Tampa Bay Lightning, because they still are who we thought they were. And they've also won five in a row. And number five, it's the Florida Panthers, still a great team, but their three-game slide is alarming. And they're starting to talk about that in South Florida. To the NHL bottom five, nobody will tell you who but we will. The 28th team in the NHL is the Seattle Kraken. So much for matching Vegas' expansion cousin. How's that working out? Number 29, the Philadelphia Flyers. Can't win for losing. 
Number 30, the Buffalo Sabres, the losers of six in a row. They are who we thought they were. Number 31, the Montreal Canadiens, showing signs of life under a peewee coach. They put up quite a fight in Winnipeg last night. At number 32, the Arizona Coyotes, still dead last. Again, how's the rebuild going? That's the top five and bottom five of the National Hockey League. And uh, feel free to agree or disagree. Moving on to point four today. The Toronto Raptors welcomed fans back to Scotiabank Arena last night with a win. Scotty Barnes had 18 points and 10 rebounds. My favorite Raptor, Gary Trent Jr., scored 24. And the Raps rallied past Brooklyn 109-108. It was a real nail-biter. Fans were allowed in the arena for the first time in nearly two and a half months as the province of Ontario loosened COVID-19 restrictions. Did you watch it? Uh, no, I got the highlights, so I didn't watch it live. Okay. But, but it looks, I mean, it's great that there's fans back, especially if Toronto can get on a little bit of a run. Absolutely. Yeah. It just felt like old times last mm-hmm. night. And did you, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the outfit that Gary Trent Jr. wore into the arena last night, but it was, it was cool. They were talking about it on the broadcast. It was, looked like somebody threw up on his suit. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet it was very expensive. Uh, to point five, the upcoming Major League Baseball season just got a little shorter. Commissioner Rob Manfred says the sport will lose regular season games over a labor dispute for the first time in 27 years after an acrimonious lockout uh, negotiation collapsed. In the hours before management's self-imposed deadline on Tuesday, Manfred says he is canceling the first two series of a season that was set to begin March 31st. Now, did you see what Ross Stripling said about that? The Blue Jays pitcher, by chance? Yeah. He's the player rep, or yeah. one of the player reps for the Blue Jays. <laughs> if you saw it, this does not surprise me at all. It was after midnight, this latest proposal from the owners got slipped to the players and it had a bunch of new clauses in it in the fine print right and stripling's like did you think we were tired do you think we were weary and bleary-eyed and just a bunch of dumb baseball players which is frankly the exact same thing the cfl owners tried to do two cba negotiations ago so i'm sorry um i don't i'm kind of backing out of this because there's a lot of other wonderful sports going on that deserve our attention other than major league baseball but the thing with the CFL is these guys, in their negotiations, it's not a lot of money there. I can see why they're fighting for every dollar. In Major right. League Baseball, the fight over minimum salaries, like $650,000 what it is, the players want $675,000. Like it's, you're not going to be looking for your next meal if you're making $650,000 U.S. No. And that's where I think people are getting upset. I know I am with baseball players. Oh, I know. And, and everything's relative, right? So I you know, sympathize with the athletes who want to make sure that they're making the money. And baseball players work probably more than anybody else with the number of games they play and no off days. Yeah, I know, work, right? I mean, but it's tiring. Like, we just don't want to hear about it. And, and especially if you're dealing with in bad faith yeah. and jamming stuff in the fine print. So baseball, figure it out, and we'll talk about the leagues that are actually playing and making news. Here's one for Katrina. Canada has named its flag bearers for the opening ceremony of the Beijing Paralympics. Wheelchair curler Ina Forrest and hockey player Greg Westlake will carry the Maple Leaf when the games kick off Friday. You did it twice, right? Yeah, I remember. Forrest and Westlake are each looking for a fourth career Paralympic medal in Beijing. And uh, so that's big news there. So the Paralympics are opening up soon. I wanted to mention a couple of those are our six topics. I have a few more. Actually, yeah, that's six. 
I did talk to the Briar people in Curling Canada today. Yeah. I mentioned going down to Lethbridge to watch the Briar this weekend, and they said, uh, Rod, you missed the deadline. It was Monday. It's a hard deadline to, to uh, get media accreditation, so I think I might have to. You have to buy a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> I think I can swing it. You think so? Yeah. I mean, For one day, I don't think it'll cost a whole lot. going to kind of have to. What's yeah. the drive from here to Lethbridge? Hour and a half. Two. Two and a half. Two and a half. I kind of thought after the show we could go get some night draw. That's a five-hour round trip. Be back here. We could do it. Well, you're not even going to be here. No, next week. Oh, next week. Okay. And I wanted to mention, because the junior hockey guys, whom we love the most, are telling us that they have our show on in their dressing rooms every single morning. So I wanted to, uh, the, the coaches and the trainers and the players are all watching. So last night, we got to mention this, the Western Hockey League, Red Deer, tattooed Medicine Hat 11-1 to in Medicine Hat. I got to think that's the worst loss in Tigers history. Especially at home, yeah. eleven to one last night. Red Deer over Medicine Hat, and then Seattle beat Kelowna four three. Out in the OHL because the show's carried all across Ontario on Rogers Cable, Kojiko Cable on this wonderful Game Plus Television Network. There's only one game in the O last night. Ottawa beat Oshawa five three. Flames prospect Jack Beck had three assists for the Ottawa Sixty Sevens. About that. So there's a shout out for uh, our junior hockey friends. And tonight the Pats are. On the road to Brandon, rescheduled game. I wore my blades, bunny hug, in honor of you. I knew you wouldn't forget. We don't forget. And actually, we're going to get out of this segment early and bring on Katrina LeMaydown. So we'll see you uh, next hour, Moose. Sounds good. Okay. We'll be right back. This has been the warm-up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live streaming on YouTube and also your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.